This Masters Predictions edition of the Sports Game Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And in honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor made driver. Just go to slash masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app. Hey, everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Oh, I'm here in Sunday, <laughs> Red, and it's Wednesday, Tuesday. Holy crap! This can only mean one thing, Sean. I'm prepared. I don't know about you. I am I've, not. I'm not wearing a matching red polo. Got some negative feedback on that last year. I'm rocking the Sean, uh, when people win are, bet polo. When people are intimidated by our looks, <laughs> it's a good thing. Yes, we do have that branded look. We're doing our master's show. It's uh, it's going to be great. We're going to talk DFS picks. We like, we are going to have the golf gambling podcast guys on to kind of judge us little DFS <laughs> idol for the uh, masters predictions. It's a fun way to kind of hit on the guys we like some long shot stuff as well. And then uh, talk storylines, weather. there's so much going on over at the masters. It's going to be an exciting weekend of golf. We got that. We got baseball starting. Ugh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just wrapped up the final four. Oh, and uh, of course, make sure you guys head over to winbet.com where you can bet big win bigger with win bet. And in honor of uh, a lot of golf being uh, played this weekend. The win has a special golf contest for this weekend. Every time you bet a hundred dollars on golf between Thursday and Sunday, which I'm, ha- I have a feeling if you're listening to the show, you're going to find a way to bet on golf between Thursday and Sunday, mm. you'll be entered to win a golf experience uh, at the only golf course on the Las Vegas strip, the wind golf club. Oh man, that thing looks amazing. Uh, two nights stay as well. So again, if you bet thousand bucks, you got 10 entries for your chance to win uh, literally a trip to the wind golf club uh, place. Looks awesome. Head over to winbet.com, Download the win betting app. Of course, offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through wind is available. If wow. you're someone, you know, as a gambling problem, call one 800 Seven hundred. You can put it on the board. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's get it going. Joining us on the line, the co-host of the Golf Gambling Podcast, Steve Shermer and Boston Capper. Steve, you are actually going to the Masters this year. I am, and uh, I wish. I, it seems like I'm bringing all the cold weather from where I'm from down to Georgia. It is going to be freezing, but you know what? It's kind of surreal to break down this tournament and actually know that I'm going to see the property, you know, in a couple of days. So yeah, I am beyond excited to talk about not just you know like the golf course and everything, but breaking down all these bets this week. So yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, appreciate it as always, and uh, joining your, your podcast wife. 
Uh, the one and only Boston <laughs> Capper. Capper, you are not going uh, to the Masters. You'll be watching at home. What? Well, uh, <laughs> well, he left. He left the wife at home to go yeah. see the side piece in Augusta. <laughs> That's what's what, going on. Once again, here. I want to on record that I am the husband and Steve. Okay. Is the wife. Okay. Well, you got you guys can you guys can figure that out yourself. Honestly, Steve wears. I I mean, just from a, who wears the pants. I if I'm putting money on, Steve's wearing the pants on a golf course. Classy gentleman. Yes, exactly. What uh, what are you most looking forward to? I know you've been going hard, hitting some uh, first round leads. Leaders yeah. on the uh, on the golf gambling podcast. Any sort of type of bets you're looking to uh, to get down on? I know WinBet has a lot of head-to-head stuff, but in particular, is there one that jumps out at you? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, as far as like one big like kind of silly bet, uh, Steve has the better bet that I don't have access to. It's the cut line, which I wish I had access to. Uh, but there's a there's a there's a make the cut special Ooh. for JT, oh. Rom, Xander, and Tiger. And you're getting plus two thirty. And look, I know nobody knows what Tiger is going to do, but I don't think he's going to go out there and just completely shit the bed. And it's relatively easy to make the cut at the Masters. Yep. And at this point, if you're not getting all swept up in you know the excitement of Tiger being back and JT Rom and Xander, three absolute studs in the field at plus two thirty. I mean, I've bet. On way worse on golf, <laughs> and uh, and it's gonna be and it's gonna be a fun thing to root for. You know that I mean? chalk. Yeah, well, Ryan, you you as a man, oh, uh, you love. Please your don't insult me. That's just during college basketball season. Now <laughs> I am officially golf tout mode. No chalk. N- uh, not going to so be some any chalk. chalk. Not even we'll chalk. some chalk. We'll, we'll we'll find out. Last time you guys didn't think it was chalk, and then we were like, no, no. <laughs> Uber chalk. I, I think uh, yeah, I think like <laughs> going to like one next level. Uh, it is somehow I'm I'm going just super wait, contrarian. Just wait till I say pivot. You guys are gonna <laughs> fall out of your seats. Well, Steve, uh, you do a ton of great articles on the site. Um, I read and enjoyed your uh, Tiger Woods prop bets coming into the Masters. You got a bunch on here. Over under birdies. Over under opening round. I think that's set at seventy three mm. and a half. Over under finishing position at the Masters. I mean, which one of these do you like best? For me, I don't mean to be a Tiger hater, uh, but I just think a 35 and a half is his over under to finish. I mean, you have to take the over even if you're laying juice, right? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some juice attached to it, but I mean, look, like you don't really want to be the guy to root for Tiger to miss the cut. Like, you no. know, you don't want to do that, but you know, there's definitely is a distinct possibility, especially with how cold it's going to be and like just just back. not great golf conditions. That back is probably going to tighten up. And, you know, this is the first time he's going to be walking four rounds if he even makes the cut. So I don't expect a whole lot of big things for him coming down the weekend. It's minus 160 that he's over uh, 35 and a half finishing position. That way you can say, look, like he squeaks it on the number. You don't have to feel like an asshole or anything. And then you just root for him <laughs> to fail over the weekend, which, you know, I, I think I think a reasonable expectation for Tiger this week make the cut, top 45 ish finish. You know, make everybody feel good. You know, tip your hat to the patrons and everything, and just call it a day. So yeah, I, I think if you can get like a finishing position of over thirty-five and a half for him, I think that's a solid bet. Yeah, and, and it seems like the the smart money is coming in on Tiger Woods not having a a great round because you you set the when you're uh, when you wrote your article it was set at seventy-three and a half. I now see it over at Win that it's already moved up to seventy-four and a half. The over under on it. I still like the over, but I, I think the best play is, as you pointed out, the finishing position because then you can still kind of root for Tiger to get to Saturday, get to Sunday. I just don't. How do you keep it going for four days after that crazy accident? Uh, I mean, right. also, just I, I will throw this out there. Never forget, uh, he does have a, a he's he's a, he's a little bit more hung than Michael Jordan. So when it comes down <laughs> to can doing, on the tripod. doing extraordinary things, I mean, ask me about my third leg, Sean. Uh, I I think I think at the end of the day, um, I had we had an opportunity to fade Tiger in the futures draft. Yes, we didn't fade Tiger in the futures draft. Why? The same reason we've always hesitated to fade LeBron. In the moment when you're fading him and he starts doing his thing, you feel like a fucking asshole. Yeah, I'm I, wearing red. I'm wearing red right now. I'm not going to fade Tiger today, but I'm also not going to bet on him. Yeah, I don't know how. I'm not going to go super I'm hard. Pass, Sean. I, I'm not going to go super hard fading him because, as a golf fan, it will be fun to watch him if he can actually pull it out of his ass. But it's you know the finishing position probably the best way to to do it. 
Uh, Capper, do you know anyone? You listen to a lot of other golf stuff. Do you know of any like super sharp guys that are all over? Tiger, it seems like the oh. fa- it's just the oh. fanboy angle, right? Like, why do we care what other you, people think? Do we well, have no, two sharps saying, right here? Sean. I, how would you? <laughs> is there is there any case you can make for Tiger besides just hey, it's Tiger Woods? No, yeah. no, and you said it's like good for golf. And he has his. It sucks for the golf gambler if he actually makes the weekend yeah. because golf coverage is so miserable to begin with. <laughs> uh, I never get to see the guys I have money on. And if he makes the weekend, it doesn't matter if he's fucking nine shots off the lead. We're going to see every single tiger shot and it's yeah. going to make me fucking insane. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no real reason to back tiger other than the fact he's tiger. Yeah. Period. Which is, you know, it's a (laughs) a gut pick. Sean's a gut handicap. Yeah, I'm a gut handicapper. My gut says stay away from Tiger. Steve, you mentioned the weather. You're you're a upstate New York Mm. guy going down to Georgia. Normally, you would expect better weather than where you're coming from, but (laughs) it's looking. I mean, it's kind of looking like we a U.S. Open as far as like cold, damp, maybe some rain. How much are you factoring that into your handicapping of uh, of these guys? Oh, a, a ton. I mean, like, I think Augusta National is the one golf course in the United States that's most affected by the weather because, you know, I have, you know, true to, you know, my name, nickname, the God of Golf, I track <laughs> all the meteorological data and all the scoring at Augusta National going all the way back to 2007. So I know exactly to a T how the wind affected the, you know, scoring, how humidity, how rainfall, all that stuff. And what I've noticed over the years is that anytime you get temperatures under 70 degrees, Anytime there's low humidity, anytime there's a stiff west wind, and anytime there's, you know, the course gets dried out, it usually is the toughest scoring conditions. And we get at least three of those four this week. You know, the golf course received a lot of rain heading in, but what's going to happen is that with the low humidity levels and it's not going to rain during the tournament and it's going to be windy, course going to dry out pretty quick. So it's going to start off a little softer, maybe on Thursday morning, get super firm and combined with the colder temperatures and some of the changes in the age of the golf course, this is going to be a really long golf course. So I think you want to favor driving distance this week. Long iron play is going to be a big plus. And what I did was I kind of cross-referenced with some other comparable masters with the weather history. I noticed a lot of similarities with 2016 leaderboard. That's the one that Danny Willett won. I know you guys bet got oh, yeah. 50 to one that year, 2017 when Sergio Garcia won. Similar weather conditions, kind of the big common trait I found at the top, big driving distance. But the secret sauce this week, though, is because it's so cold, there's going to be the ball's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be a lot of missed greens. You got to be able to scramble around the greens. So that's why I really look for this week. Guys that got some pop off the tee, guys who can get up and down. If you got a great iron game, great. If you got experience here and you know how to put on the greens, that's great too. But yeah, that was kind of my basic criteria to pick this week. Yeah. What about what about you, Capper? How much you factor in the weather? Are you obviously you're not uh, cross-referencing uh, historical weather <laughs> no, data? That's what I got. That's what I got Steve for, man. You don't I, have I'm, the slide ruler out and you no. computing algorithm era algorithm. <laughs> what no. are you What are you working in here? No, it's the same shit, right? I mean, so definitely driving distance off off the tee, right? Because it's going to play so soft. Wherever it lands, it's going to stop. Um, and something I found out this week uh, that I didn't know is the way they cut their fairways already already uh, kind of encourages it not to roll out. Uh, so you you factor that in, and now they lengthen the course. And Steve did a great breakdown um, in his course preview on how they changed a couple different holes and how it's going to play even longer now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's long irons, long off the tee. And you just can't be abysmal around the greens, and uh, that those are the two most important things. Now, uh, I was on a show. They were asking me. Uh, <laughs> I was a guest on a show. They were asking me some master stuff. I I was able to bullshit my way through it, but <laughs> they one of the guys was all over John Rom, and I know he's kind of been struggling as of late. You look at the DFS pricing; he's he's up there as far as like odds to win. He's right up there at the top. Uh, is it, is it John Rom's time Wynn has him as the favorite at 11 to one. I don't want to touch that, but uh, what's your take on John Rom coming into this tourney? So I'm always a Rom guy. Okay. Uh, I love John Rom. Uh, I like fiery golfers. I like guys who are temperamental. 
Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, I, I normally like Rom, but not as like you this like, massive favorite. You like SoCal bros of Spanish heritage. <laughs> Listen, I like I like I like temperamental guys who who get so upset and you can tell they really want to win it, right? He's the opposite of like Chad from the country club who has the same fucking swing as the next Chad from the country club, right? He's a little different, so I like to root for him. Uh look, he's actually not being talked about a ton, which is kind of terrifying because I think a week ago, two weeks ago, he was eight, nine to one to win this thing. He has an incredible course history here. Um, he's long as shit. His driver is a weapon. Um, his around the green play isn't the best right now, but historically he's okay. And it's just, the, I mean, really it's been the putter uh, for John. And so I like him in DFS. I couldn't eat the number. I'm already on somebody else with a really short number, uh, but it's so scary to fade John Rahm, especially when the public sentiment has started to go away from him and he's not the world number one anymore. And you know, it means something to him. So yeah, so it's he's actually fake. not, he's actually not chalky as far as ownership goes, but the price suggests he's still kind of a big favorite. Yeah. What about, what about you, Steve? Are you, are you riding John Rom? I mean, I don't really know a good place to use him this week. I mean, sure. You can use him in DFS, but I see, you know, like he's over $10,000. I think he's the third most popular guy. So there's people going to him there. You look at where his odds are again, like you said, 11 to one. I don't think his play has warranted that price heading into this year, just based on some of the things my co said, a lot of problems around the green. That's a big issue coming into here. If you're struggling, you know, the plotter has been kind of hit or miss. That's something that can might be able to turn around at Augusta national. You see some guys are struggling with a putter. It's because they know the greens here it works out for them. But, you know, I mean, like, again, <clears throat> like positional props, it's juice to the moon matchups. He's usually gets somebody else like a Justin Thomas, who I really like, or a Scheffler or somebody like that. And you're actually paying pretty big juice on it. The books are still scared of Rom, even if it might not be warranted, but there's very limited ways <clears throat> to do it. So either you got to pay big on a matchup, pay the juice and hope that the, the guy like, you know, he's playing, it just doesn't beat him or just settle for DFS and call it a day. Kramer, you riding, you riding Ram at all. Well, I mean, he's, he like Capper said, he's done pretty well of late, but uh, you know, I can't, uh, he's just a, he's a head case. <laughs> yeah, he's just the guy that you look him in the eyes and I know Capper has a man crush on him, but yeah. I, he's just the kind of guy that I think uh, he crumbles. Uh, Rob doesn't crumble. What are you talking about? He's mentally weak. He's going to get in his own head. And I know he's performed well in this course. Yeah. I guess, I guess the, the answer is I'm not betting on him or playing him in my DFS lineup. So I would, I would, I would say like, if you are, if you're doing, you know, three or more fantasy lineups, I mean, I would not hate to sprinkle in some Rob. Um, I I know he's going to be in one of my a hundred dollar million maker lineups. Wow. Look out. Here he comes. John Rom. What about uh? What about Scott? updates my lineup as we <laughs> speak? <laughs> what about uh Scotty Scheffler? I know he's been kind of making a num- uh, bunch of noise. The newly anointed world number one, Ooh. Scotty Scheffler. Steve, it seemed like uh, nobody really saw this coming from Scotty. I mean, like I think we all saw the talent, but for a while he was sitting on zero wins. He was coming really close to some big events. Like he was really good at a couple of the majors. He was, you know, had a couple of close calls, some other events in the fall and last year. But you know, kind of the pressure was starting to build. Say, okay, when's this guy going to win? And he ended up winning in a playoff at Super Bowl Sunday. Floodgates ended up opening from there. He won at Bay Hill, another really tough golf course. Ran through match play a couple of weeks ago, and all of a sudden. He's the world number one. Like, I mean, it's it's funny how things kind of change really quickly in golf, where, you know, I think he was like outside the top 20 about this time last year. And now he's the number one golfer. It just it happens. So I think the question is, is this actually legit? He's won what three times in his last six starts or so. And you know, I mean, I I think you can't rule out that the guy has just figured it out. And it's, there's a little bit of parallels to what happened in 2015 where Jordan speed just started winning everything. Maybe this is just Scotty Shuffle. We all knew he's got the talent. He's got a really good caddy on the bag too. He's got Ted Scott. He caddied for Bubba Watson's two masters. So he's got a guy who knows the golf course. He's hitting the ball. Great. He's a great scrambler. A lot of things I like about Scheffler. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up just proving everybody, you know, not, not wrong, but just proving to everybody that he actually is the alpha dog and takes this thing down. Eleven thousand dollars. 
Yeah, you saying he's a small dog? Nah, you calling him a bit? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not dropping eleven thousand on a on Scotty Scheffler in my DFS lineup. I I get it. I like finding the guys that you know have shown some pedigree. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Scotty Scheffler in the Masters. Capper, are you on? Are you on Scheffler this week? No, just just because just because of his price, um, and yeah. because I I I love another guy in this area, um, and I want to play a little John Rahm. I, <laughs> that's yeah. a great that's a great sound drop. I huh? love another guy in this area. Uh, John, yeah. John, yeah. I think it's I think that's John Rahm. It's John Rahm. He's in the yeah. area. <laughs> so no, I, it's not John Rahm that I'm talking about. But yeah, Ooh. I mean Scott is just too expensive, but. I mean, are we all going to feel like assholes if he goes out and, and does well here? I mean, his course sister here isn't bad. He's literally the hottest golfer on the planet. Uh, yeah, I we're, mean, t- we're talking about his play, right? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about his play. He's 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 not the sexiest golfer. On the just planet. walking um, into stuff, just boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I'm a content creator. What do you want from me? Yeah. The um, <laughs> the um, yeah, fucking yeah, Boston, know, Cap- Boston Cap for content creator. <laughs> I just think of these like 17 year olds. On TikTok, like I create content, and then and then you have grizzled Boston yeah. Capper grinding out golf content. What a world, right. Ryan! What a world! What a world! <laughs> All right, uh, any thoughts on uh, Scotty Scheffler? No, I mean again, I you, you know I'm a contrarian golf handicapper, Sean. So I like to find contrarian plays uh, down the board. I have some fun. Uh, I'm kind kind of copying a couple picks Steve gave us yes. for the uh, the futures <laughs> draft, but then also, uh, you know, just sticking to the old regulars. We should just get to the line. I mean, what, yeah. what are we doing right Enough now? Enough messing let's around. Let's, what are we doing? Let's get to our uh, DFS lineups, which will be graded by the Golf Gambling Podcast guys. But as you see, watching the show live, oh. I've cracked it open. I'm enjoying an ice cold Coors Light. I mean, the gambling uh, season, sports gambling season, is nonstop. I mean, we just got out of Final Fours. Now we're we're picking stuff for the Masters. You got the NFL draft. I literally feel like I'm always on. Maybe it's because we're doing six podcasts a week, but again, I'm always on. I need a beer that's made to chill, you know, so I can just kick back, relax. Coors Light gets it done. Been drinking Coors Light, I think, almost for decades. I gotta, I gotta run the math on that, but uh, I, I have been enjoying Coors Light for as long as I can recall. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill, cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's it's as crisp and refreshing as the Rockies. It's blue. That's how I know it's ready to uh, ready for me to crack it open, which I did when we started this podcast. Going down nice and smooth. And the best part is, you can get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. All you got to do is go to CoorsLight.com/sgp. That's CoorsLight.com/sgp. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Kramer. Uh, we also just had an update to God's eye. We just ran the numbers on God's eye. Yes. The, uh, the illegal streams we had been operating no longer there. We <laughs> have, we have found a new uh, stream. And again, best part is didn't have to switch VPNs. Oh. We are IP vanished guys. Again, if you want to uh, secure your data, whatever you're doing on the internet, it's your business. It's not hackers businesses. It's not ISPs. It's not their business it's between you and the internet. So I got to use IP vanish, a VPN you can trust doesn't slow down your speed. You can use it on unlimited devices. And the best part is they're offering 70% off their yearly plan and a 30 day money back guarantee. I don't know how these people do it. It's just an amazing product. IPvanish.com slash SGP. Use that promo code SGP. Claim your savings for 70% off IPvanish.com slash SGP. Kramer, uh, I'll give you the honors. Do you oh, want to start off? How nice! It makes it easier for you to then I can, shake. Then I can move, adjust, zig, zag. Come on, counter your lineup. This is easy. Give me Brooks Kepka, Sean. It's all about between the ears. He's also very good looking, so I, I too have a infatuation with a man in my area, <laughs> and that's Brooks Kepka. His mental game. This is what I'm looking for. You know, you want to talk about team captain. I need someone who's not going to break down under the pressure like little baby John Rom. <laughs> I'm with. I you. have a nugget for you. Now he's sure. 9400. Uh, in his last 22 majors, he's finished in the top 10 15 times. Did you know Tiger's best stretch during any 22 major stretch of his career is 18? So Brooks Kepka is on that level. All right. Guaranteed points, depressed value. We got him in the futures draft yes. at something to what eight 
20 to one, maybe. Yes, I'm with you. One. I'm also on uh, Brooks Kepka. Kramer laid out a, a great case, and uh, his nemesis isn't in the Masters, right? Bryson is he is he in the Masters or yes? He's but, a, he's no, a okay. But he wait, or, it's a revenge. Let me finish. It's a revenge spot for Kepka who missed the cut in 2021 after finishing point. in second in 2019 and seventh in 2020. Let's go. I'm with you. I'm all over Brooks. Steve, I'll let you go first. Brooks Kepka, right. yay or nay? I mean, <clears throat> look, like he probably is going to play well this week because it's Brooks Kepka. And yeah, I think he's been playing a little better than what people give him credit for. I mean, he almost won it not in Phoenix. He had a top 15 finish at Honda. He had a top 15 finish at the Valspar, too. He advanced, I think, to the quarterfinals and match play a couple weeks ago. You know, he didn't rate out quite as well as I thought he would in some of the stuff I looked at this week. Some of the around the green numbers aren't all that great, you know, but he's got some length. You know, he can thrive in tough conditions. Uh, I don't know if he's going to win, but I think a top 10, I think it's definitely in the possibility for this week. So I don't mind the play. He's a little popular, though. So you're going to have to diversify your lineup somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, well, you're playing Brooksy, you know. You know the public's gonna be riding with you, Capper. So what beautiful. are Capper? You a Bryson DeChambeau guy? Or are, you, are you riding Brooks here? <laughs> no, I'm fucking not a Bryson guy. That's, uh, it's so, funny how uh, like that's the biggest insult in the <laughs> in the golf world, calling someone a Bryson fan. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, I I love Brooksy. Uh, he, I haven't added him to my outright cat yet. I left enough room up debate between two guys. Uh, there's a problem in the golf community. There is somebody who can curse people, and uh, oh, he's he, on Brooks. And he's on Brooks, oh, but no. is it but, cousin Mush? Oh no, it's, not, it's, it's worse than cousin Mush. If you can fucking imagine that. Oh no. And, uh, and there's another guy who also has just as strong cursing powers said Brooks had no shot to win. So it oh. almost negates it. And I mean, look, it, it, as far as like major hunters, uh, Brooks is it. I don't count the miscount, uh, miscount last year. Uh, he was injured. So, I mean, he still, he couldn't even, he was doing that weird crouch down thing to pick up his ball. Uh, his knee was still jacked up. Uh, he's, he's top 10 uh, in long irons uh, in this field. And he's long off the tee 9,400. He is wicked chalky though. He is very, very chalky. So you're going to have to differentiate somewhere else. Chalky. But yeah, I, listen, I, I love, I love Brooksy this week. Kramer. Oh no. You're next up. What I'm, do you start, got? I'm starting to get worried about how chalky my lineup's going to be. Oh, of course it's going to be. Chalky. All right. You're so, Joe Q public. I was doing deep dives. Re- clicking on articles well, on our website, other websites. If you were in the golf gambling podcast Slack channel this morning, oh. I, I did, I did uh, get, get, I was listening to the golf gambling <laughs> podcast. They two have two hours and thirteen yes. minutes. You're it giving, was a beautiful two hours. And you're giving minutes. Colby a run for his money. <laughs> Colby was very, <laughs> Colby was very, very proud of you guys. And by the way, literally giving away a driver. So yes, remember, yeah. uh, sign up for that sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/masters. Or you can find the link in the app. Very easy to get going and enter yourself to win a, a awesome driver. All right, this country, we are in a, a time of recovery as a country, <laughs> yes. Sean. And we it's need a, it's a time for healing, and we, I'm here we, for it. We need content to heal. We need happy Gilmore's caddy. <laughs> Let's go, Will Zalatoris. Oh wow, ninety two hundred dollars. We know the form. He's in good form now. He was in good form last year for the Masters. Uh, I think he's going to be another chalky play. I'm looking at the judges. I, I can't tell <laughs> if they like the play. Uh, they're probably wondering, like, wow, I, I see what he's doing. His lineup's going to have nothing but studs. 9,200. Will Zalatoris. <laughs> yay. Or I don't want to say yay or nay. That's your line, Sean. Uh, uh, do you like it? Thumbs up or <laughs> thumbs down? <laughs> uh oh. All right. Capper, you go first. So look, I like Will Z. Okay, I do. Uh, but he's just another chalky pick, right? Oh, so you're no. starting out with two guys <laughs> in the nine K range that are really chalky, right? Yes. Uh, he's a notoriously terrible putter. He put okay. a great here last year because mm-hmm. he's a great lag putter. Okay. What you need to be worried about is when you look at him on shot tracker and he's got a two foot putt for pie, there is no guarantee. <laughs> There's no guarantee with him making that path. Um, he's coming in. Can you open. keep saying "pah"? Please. Pa. <laughs> the, um, we're so we're, uh, we're so offensive towards chowderheads. I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, so he's coming in okay for him. Florida swing was fine. Did okay at the players. Did meh, API. Um, he is a great long iron player. He's long off the tee. So look, mm-hmm. I see why you like him, mm-hmm. and I don't hate the play. I have him as a top ten bet. Um, so that's fine. It, it's just it's. It's just two chalk chalk guys like in a row. So and and Zalatoris is thirty to one over on uh, Winbet. If you're if you're looking for outright future, Steve, what's your take on Will Z this week? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I like what my co-host said was, I mean, it is another popular play. Seems like there's a lot of steam behind Will's outsource this week. Seems like he's a popular outright as far as everybody saw what happened last year. They want to bet him, and, you know, because there's a lot of a lot of really studs up the top. It's not great pricing. The people are trying to go a little down. He's kind of the next best option. Um, and you're right. Like the putter is a little bit of a concern. Now he did putt really well last year. That was an outlier performance. Can he do that again? We'll see. But other than that, though, he checks a ton of boxes. Mm-hmm. Length, long iron play, you know, good on really tough golf courses is going to be really tough. You almost went Tory Pines. Like you see a lot of guys doing really well. Tory Pines play well here. That's usually a little bit of a crossover comp. You start, as far as one of like guys are good there or good here. So, you know what, you know, I mean, he's been really good, you know, just a tough golf courses and he definitely has the talent, you know, maybe, you know, again, you're going to have to diversify your lineup with some, ch- you know, less owned guys later on, but Listen, if, if Brooks ends up finishing top five, <laughs> Al Soros finishing top five too, you know, it doesn't really matter at that point. So I'm like the yeah. contestants who, who's like, <laughs> yes, they didn't tell me I sucked. <laughs> uh, these are two good picks. They're a little chalky though. So maybe, yeah. you know, we'll see how it goes from here. I can't imagine my, uh, my golfer here is chalk. Although it, he is, did you 80? take Gooch? No, I did not take Gooch. <laughs> and I, maybe I'm maybe I'm spoiling things, but Tommy Fleetwood did not make my lineup. Uh, so I, Steve, I'm sure <laughs> you're shocked, and and Capper, I know you're probably disappointed. But I'm going with a guy. He's 8,800. He goes by the name of Shane Lowry. Ooh. Last three starts, he has gained 10.1, 5.7, and 6.8 strokes t to green. And we talked about the weather playing very similar to an Open Championship. And what's this? He won the Open Championship oh, in 2019. Oh, oh, oh. Also coming off a uh, a last year at the Masters, twenty first place. So Shane Lowry, eighty eight hundred. Some are calling it the best pick so far. Uh, mm. Capper, where are you at with Shane Lowry? All right, well, listen, uh, I love our Irish brethren as well. Um, I like him more for an outright price, just because this is another Uber chalky pick. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's fifty five he, to one. Yeah, he's fifty five to one. He opened at fucking eighty, and he's been bet down to some places all the way at twenty eight. And his oh ownership is going to be well over fifteen percent in DFS. So for an outright, listen, I love it. He's a great long iron player. You're right. If the conditions are shitty, uh, this is a guy who I want. Um, he played a great Florida swing. I got to see his hole in one in person at TPC. I was on I was on sixteen green when he did it on seventeen. It was beautiful. He's a great guy to fucking root for. And yeah, I mean, look, I, I, listen. As long as you guys will get different down the bottom, I don't care. Good chalk is good chalk. I think Shane Lowry is probably good chalk. Um, so yeah, as long as you guys can get cute and get a little different down below, I don't hate it at all. I love Lowry. I have him as an outright. Um, so yeah, I love it. I'm cute. Cute down below. <laughs> Shout out to Manscaped. Yeah, they're not sponsoring <laughs> this. Say, say that for the Manscaped reads. Uh, Steve, Shane Lowry. Yeah, you're uh, nay. What are we looking at here? Yeah, I mean, look, I have nothing to bad to say about his on-course performance. He's been playing great this year. Like he checks, he's one of these guys that checks a ton of boxes with the stats. And you know, with all, I mean, there's never been more data available to us right now, you know, to the gambler. And anytime you get a guy like that, it checks a lot of boxes in these little databases. They're going to be popular. It's just kind of how it is now. So, yeah, look, like, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about the on course performance. I think if I want to pick a little bit of a nits with him, he hasn't really done all that great here at Augusta. He doesn't have a top 20 finish here yet, but he has a lot of experience here. This is going to be his seventh Masters. That tends to be a little bit of a level jump for him. So, again, look, like, as long as he comes through for you, even if it's popular, it's okay. You know, you just got to pick some other guys down, you know, the card here. Uh, to kind of make your lineup a little different, uh, Kramer. We are trying we, to guide us to water, and we're just yes. really refusing to listen. We have a request in the YouTube chat. If you could do a uh, Tiger sound effect in honor of Tiger Woods, which are we doing? What I think Tiger is going to do this week? No, no, your 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 cat no, no, sound. I, effect. I know. Do we think it's going to be like a rawr, or is it going to be like a rawr? Uh Yeah, probably the second one. All right. How All many right. MGs are you on right now? <laughs> I'm a content Ooh, creator, Capper. <laughs> who's your uh, Who's your third golfer? Well, at this point, you realize uh, you have to be this long to jump on this ride. The Drip Squad is bringing the length. Tony Finau, 8100. We all remember when he played through a severely high ankle sprain, uh, celebrating on the par three of the Masters a couple of years back. He's always he always seems to show up at this course. Uh, I, I think uh, current form isn't isn't the best, but uh, this is this is purely. I had eighty 
400 left last guy on the roster. A uh, bit of a gut play here. Tell me why you love Tony Fino. He's unpopular at least, right? Yeah. I mean, you nailed it right there. The fact that he hasn't really had very good results this year. He hasn't been good since uh, the Northern trust win last year. Ever since then, it just, it's, it's been pretty bad. And you know, his biggest problem is he's hitting the ball fine off the tee. So he's got the length right there. His iron's great. He's got that right there. The problem with Fino is that he's really struggling with the putter. Now, a lot of that could be just the fact that he's been putting on Bermuda overseated surfaces, like, you know, stuff that he doesn't typically do well on. He typically puts pretty well on bent grass greens. So that might help oh, him. But baby. I, think one, I think the one thing that gives me a little concern about Fino this week is you just made reference to the fact that he's done really well at the Masters. Well, another big weakness in his game right now is he is a disaster around the green. And leading up to all those masters, he was doing much better mm. than he was doing now. And I think the fact that just it's good with the weather conditions, you need to be able to get up and down. And the fact he's struggling so much mm. with that, I have a little bit of concerns, but it is contrarian. It looks like he's going to have only about 10%. Great point, so, And he has the pedigree here. <laughs> so if he can just figure it out, maybe go into Augusta National, he's comfortable around the greens with these bunkers. It could just turn around. So, But there are some red flags that give it a little bit of concern. But, hey, that's what happens when you go with a guy with his low owned. Thank you. And 35 minutes before we got to hear Steve talk about grass. So uh, <laughs> if you took Those the over, you cashed. 75 to 1 uh, outright on win. Capper, uh, any thoughts? So I'm not a big Finau guy mm. either this week. And it's because everything Steve said um, his around the green game is fucking atrocious. Oh, uh, I, I know, I know his, I know his courses are here is good. And look, this is a place where guys can feel comfortable and do it. Um, he got a bad draw at the players. I don't count that against them, but he wasn't good at the Genesis. He missed the cut back to with, with the Phoenix and the farmers. Like the excitement I don't know. I don't know, out. but look, look, this, this, there's at least two shop guys I know uh, who like Finau this week, so it might not be completely dead. I could just be completely wrong. He's a hundred percent stay away. From I like I like that. Uh, it sounds like I should flag this one. Maybe circle back at the end. Maybe I uh, I, I opt for a different uh, golfer. We'll see. Sean, yes. number three. My number three golfer. Give me. I know this is Capper's boy. Soon J M. Let's go. Soon J M. Oh, talk. <laughs> He's eighty two hundred or eighty four hundred dollars. Let's see. Uh, I don't know why he's so cheap. He's not scared of the course. No. He got second in 2020. He missed the cut in 2021. He is hungry for a redemption. This is the Soon JM redemption story we've been waiting to tell. Am I right, Capper? No. Uh, oh, come on. So it's Sunjay. Uh, and and uh, I pronounce yeah. it Sunjay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Look, he's been blah. There's something. This. There's something wrong with him. His irons have not been good. His approach game has been super weak, which used to be one of his uh, strong points. Uh, look, he's definitely contrarian, right? You get him at like six percent. Mm. Um, we have we have uh, Steve has a nickname for him. We call him Knucklehead every time we talk about him. Um, <laughs> and it's just because he he constantly does weird things that just kind of blow up his rounds. Um, but even that taking that out of account, like he just hasn't really been in good form lately. I know he's good at the farmers, but I don't want anything to do with him here. And yeah, I, I, I'm, will, I'm off. I'm will off. he snap his putter during a round at the come match? on? How can you no, not no, root no, for no, a guy that, like that's, that? That's that's man. That's Siwoo. Oh, is that? Wow, <laughs> Kramer, Jesus you're gonna Kramer. need some sensitivity. About to get canceled. About to get canceled. Oh Way man, go, I'm getting Kramer. old. I'm getting old. I thought I thought Shane Battier was Carlos Boozer. <laughs> Steve, uh, M's a great pick, right? Feel free to expand. I mean, look, like, so I made reference to this earlier. I, I, I think I did. But if you don't have length, then you got to have a lot of other elite skill sets hmm. in order to compensate. Basically, you got to pull a rabbit out of your hat around the green with your putter. And look, like, his numbers are good. Like, he's a good scrambler, he's a good putter. But the fact that he doesn't have a whole lot of pop off the tee, and you're right, or my coach is right, his irons have been really bad lately. I just, I don't, I don't see it with him. So, you know, even though it is sub 10% and it is differentiating your lineup, I, I, I don't really love that. I think there's a little, maybe some better I'm options. Gonna, I'm going to count oh, that as a win, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Well, All right, Ryan, move on to your fourth golfer. I, I mean, are you may is this are you consider is this something that you're considering now? Maybe a change? <laughs> uh no, I'm not I'm sticking with uh Sunjay, as I recently idea. learned. It's, just, it's a fucking terrible idea. All right, well I guess I'm gonna come in with with uh, low confidence to this pick. I've either been wrong because the guy's contrarian because he sucks, or I've been chalky. So I, I'm guessing I'm gonna be chalky again because this is a good form pick. Uh Five top nines in his last eight starts. Ty, Tyrell Hatton, Terrell Hatton, eight thousand Terrell. Terrell. Okay, Jesus, I, I I would have never guessed that. Uh, again, this this was the this is a good form pick. I kind of thought that this was going to be one of my chalky picks, so I'm really hoping mm. it's not one of my chalky picks now. Uh, no confidence here. I'm I'm wavering. My knees are uh, clacking together, (laughs) staring at at Capper. He's smiling though. Is this a good pick, Capper? Darrell Hatton is my absolute fucking favorite golfer to watch on the PGA Tour. This Mm. is a dude who swings the club and immediately starts yelling at himself when he hits a bad shot. (laughs) Super temperamental. I I mean, he is the most. Sounds like a great pick. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking. No, and listen, he's, he's he's played the Florida swing great. He's one of the better long iron players in the field. He Sounds is important. sneaky long off the tee. He's mm. he's he he averages over three hundred off the tee. He's also a guy who can one putt his way. When you think he's toast from nineteen feet, he figures out a way to drain mm. it. He's played this course a couple of times, and uh, he he did well last time he played here. He's great 18. on approach, good on the green. I love Terrell Haddon. Mm. I bet him outright and. Mm. You, can, I wrote him up in the best bets uh, article that we we published today that I wrote me. Oh I wrote. wow! Look wow. at that promotion there. I don't know if we <laughs> approve that promotion. That sounds promising, Steve. Well, I mean, I'm not as high on Hatton as my co-host is. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm big with around the green game this week, and that has been the area he has been deficient. Even my co-host will admit that 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 is an area. So, oh. but otherwise, everything that my co-host said is correct. Oh. You know, he's got enough pop off the tee. You know, great long iron player, been in his irons well. You know, he has putt pretty well. Now, I think another hold up with him too is his master's history hasn't been all that tremendous. He did record his career best finish last year. I think he had a top 20. He had yep. a really good Sunday in order to do it. And he has, I think, like five or six masters under his belt. If this is going to be kind of crappy weather, you know, there were a lot of English guys that got to the top of the leaderboard in 2016, 2017. That's a little bit of a comparable masters that I think we're going to get this week. Maybe he's one of those guys. So while I'm not as high on him as my co-host is considering his ownership, and there's a lot of other things to like, I think it's a decent pick. All right. All right. I feel like uh, right now, I feel like I'm a little bit in the lead on you. I'll be honest. All right. We'll see. Still like you really shit the bed with the uh, M pick. It's fine, right? Um, this one, I I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be all over this golfer at eighty three hundred dollars. One, Mister Adam Scott oh, again, go. fun history at the Masters. He hasn't missed a cut there since two thousand and nine. Top four at Riviera, four of his last uh, five top twenties at Riviera have preceded top twenties. Two months later at the Masters, Steve, I feel like you got to be enjoying you some Adam Scott. Uh, maybe not as much this week. Oh, so, no, no. Really? so there's a couple things going against him. First of all, he is also another golfer that is cursed. So that's not great. Second, the one thing I've noticed about him is that around the green, which I said over and over tonight, that has been like, literally he has like the chipping yips. This goes back about 18 months. His around the green numbers are really, truly terrible. And yes, he's a great ball striker. Yes, he's got length. He's got that going for him. But I think that's going to hold him back. It's the fact that there are going to be lower green and regulation rates. He is going to be in a little bit of bother sometimes, you know, when Zion every green. Sorry, I think Sean. that might cost him this week. So I think that puts a little bit of upside to his uh, his overall performance this week. And like I just mentioned, he's cursed. So yeah. that might not work out so great for you. And his ownership is kind of a little bit high. It's hanging around like 12, 13, 14%. So <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of things going against Adam Scott this week. Adam can we get Scott, a, can we get a, Catherine, a stage on. mom out here to give you a hug? <laughs> Adam Scott, make a case for him. Help me out. Um. <laughs> so, I mean, look, he's he's an Australian player. He's a former former Masters player, right? So he should be able to play well in the wind. Um, 
Yeah, that's all I got, bro. I uh, I'm not a big uh, <laughs> wow. I'm not a big I'm not a big Adam Scott guy in the first place. He's Jesus. a guy who I don't trust. Um, over like a four foot putt. Um, he's just, I don't know. He's somebody who's burnt me a lot. And look, I know his master's history is good here. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, he's and a curse. <laughs> he's cursed as well. And, uh, yeah, that's it. It's a wrap. Uh, I would, I would pass on that. Your last right. two picks. Have, have let, let me, let me help you out, Sean. I'll move on to my next guy. And I think this is chalk. I, I think, uh, I know he's chalk. He's a guy that Steve threw out that we should grab. We didn't get him at 50 to one to win the masters in the future draft. Uh, but it, it's form and it's, it's, you know, projecting like Steve said to be a more difficult event probably helps this guy. And that's, I'm going back to back picks from England. This is rare for me to go across the pond like this, but give me a uh, Maddie Fitzpatrick. Uh, I, T- tell me guys, it's a good, good pick, but it's chalky. So it is chalky. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody looks at the ball striking numbers and the fact that he does have a top 10 here in difficult <laughs> conditions. But, you know, like I said, there are, there is going to be a shorter guy off the tee who is just elite around the green and a really good putter and just ends up posting a good finish. And the fact I've seen him do it here at Augusta national, you know, that might be Matthew Fitzpatrick. I think I like him this week, even despite the, you know, maybe not in DFS because it's so chalky. I think maybe, you know, positional markets and everything ah. pretty a little viable there, but you know, I mean, he's been really good this year, like, and a lot of really different, you know, good <laughs> golf courses too. And, you know, one thing I think people are, might be, you know, discounting a little bit is he has added a little bit of distance off the tee. You kind of look at some of his interim performances. He's starting to get a little up there as far as getting a little bit of pop. Maybe that explains why he's actually been so great this year. He hasn't won on the PGA Tour yet, but he's been really close, and the numbers look good. And in a kind of a rock fight week where oh, you know yeah. it's going to be go. cold and windy, you know I think Fitzpatrick might be really viable this week. So from an ownership standpoint, you're picking an chalky guy, but just nuts and bolts of it, I think that might be a shorter guy who ends up. You know, being amongst the sea of bombers and uh, post a good finish. Good, fun strategy by Ryan, just or picking oh, the I've three. picking the the. Oh, hey, I'm just gonna pick the most popular golfers, <laughs> like everyone else. You're gonna be duped to hell with your lineups. Not going out on any limbs. Tony Finau and Hatton are not <laughs> so. Shit yeah. on this pick, Capper, please. Yeah, so I like I so Steve always likes Vince more than I do, right? And. Yeah. and I just, I don't know, man. He's a guy who's never gotten it done here. And at, like when he gets chalky, he, you can make the face all you want, Steve. He has, he has a top, he has a top 10 here. Has he fucking won on the PGA tour? <laughs> no, but he's got a top 10 here. Okay. Then that's what I'm talking about. He's never he got said he done. never got it done oh, over like here, this. but he has it. He hasn't won. That's what I'm talking so about. He never he's got, got done, it done over here. <laughs> gotten it done. Ryan, you're creating dissension among the right, seven, seven I feel like I'm watching. Well, that's, fine. that's fine. Hey, listen, I just I, like I, when he gets chalky, like he doesn't score, right? And now this might be a masters where you don't have to worry about scoring, but in DFS, you have to worry about birdies, which he doesn't make a ton of. He doesn't. Look it up, bro. Winning scores to be six under, man. That's right? fine. You still have to. You still have to score. You can't just make. Uh, you can't just go two over every day. I feel. I feel like I'm peeking through the blinds, watching them argue in the kitchen. Well, this is like what it must be like when Ryan and I are arguing about uh, whether or not uh, you know you should put in a third uh, quarterback <laughs> during the Giants uh, Eagles game. I mean, they Giants Redskins game. They got a good look at him. I've but either way, so I'm, I'm never a Fitz guy, so I'm probably biased for this. Okay. Uh, I just feel like he's a community darling, like always. And he's just somebody who just never w- comes through with a win. Let me specify comes through Fine. with a win. Uh, and you can get somebody who is, I like as a better player at half the ownership at the same exact price, right below him at Tommy Fleetwood. That actually is true. I will give it. I like Tommy Fleetwood a lot this Wait, week. So in DFS, I think it, that would actually be a better pick. <laughs> Sean's like, what the, the fuck? one, the one year you want me to pick Tommy Fleetwood and I don't pick him. So if you were paying attention, I buried my hatchet with Fleetwood, like prior yes. to TPC. I realized oh, right. it was so dumb. I'm officially swapping Fitzpatrick to Fleetwood. I like this. I think Take that's Sean's a better guy. Oh. oh, wow. I've used my swap. I'm done. <laughs> I've used uh, my swap. Damn it. And what is Sean's so mad? Cause he's like, I'm not, I'm going to show them. I'm not going to pick Tommy Fleetwood and get yeah. made fun of this time. <laughs> All right, we got we got so mad. We got we got a couple of golfers left. Want to make sure you uh, head over to PropSwap.com. Oh man, Masters Week is here and uh, perfect time. Check out PropSwap.com again if you're looking to buy or sell. 
with these uh, futures bet, especially with like a golf tournament, things can skyrocket in value. Or uh, let's say you have, you know, a great pick like uh, Sung J M. He's off to a red hot start. You're worried about him collapsing in the last couple of days. You can hedge it over at PropSwap.com. You can list a ticket, or on the other side, you can buy a ticket. PropSwap.com promo code SGP, and you get that instant deposit match, dollar for dollar, up to. $500 propswap.com promo code SGP where America buys and sells real sports bets. And if you're not getting enough action on the weekend, you got to fire up the old uh, stable dual account. This thing is highly uh, enjoyable, highly addictive, very easy way to get in on the ponies. You don't have to know a ton about horses. Just head over to stableduel.com. They do a great job of providing you data strategy for uh, putting together a winning stable. They got free games. So you can just check it out. Uh, the contest for the Florida Derby, they gave out $40,000. Uh, that's insane. And again, it's, it's fun. It's easy to play and uh, you, you know, get started in the free games, but I, I have a feeling you're going to enjoy it. Download now over at stable See how many winners you can pick in your stable. Now I'll see you in the winner's circle. Play race win. Closing out, I got two more golfers. One, I'm very excited about this. I will be pretty disappointed if you guys don't like this pick because I did a ton of research and I found out <laughs> this year to date, he is sixth in strokes gained, T to green. He will actually be going out with the uh, group with Tiger Woods. I, I, I predict that will get him to elevate his game. Give me Joaquin. Neiman, $8,200. Steve, your mind is blown with how good of a pick that is, correct? So, before the week, that was the one guy I circled. I really liked him. I mean, he kind of fit everything I was looking for length off the tee, great iron play. And the reason why he won a Riviera, which is a good cop for you see a lot of guys who win a Riviera do really well over at Augusta National. He has really improved his around the green game. It's really solid now. Like, you know, he was getting up and down from a lot of really difficult places, making it kind of look easy there too. So if all that translates over to here, I think that's great. The problem again, though, Chalky and the Tiger thing, like that sucks. I put a couple bets down on him, some other stuff. I'm not thrilled with him paired with Tiger and the hoopla behind Ooh. it. So, and he's a young kid. So I think that might be enough for me to shy away from DFS. I mean, if it wasn't for that, like if he was paired with like, I don't know, Louie and like Corey Connors, something, I think it would be perfectly fine. But the fact that he's going to have tiger, you know, all the, it's going to challenge him. Iron sharpens iron, Steve. I don't know. So that's just me. <laughs> Capper. What do you think? Yeah. Where are you at? <clears throat> All right, so I actually kind of agree with you. Like, I think the kid's mentally tough. I think yes. maybe this will make him elevate his game. Um, I, I have him in a matchup. Uh, I think I got him top twenty as well. Um, it's his third time playing the Masters, right? So he should get a level jump there. Um, but another, you know, Uber jockey pick. But he's a good <sighs> long iron player. He's fine off the tee. Uh, the Tiger thing. The problem is you just don't know how the fucking guy's gonna react until you see it out there. Like, like I don't think Neiman has ever played in front of a crowd that as big is going to be following tiger yeah. on a Thursday uh, first coming back from that car accident. So uh, I'd be a little, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't Sounds know. Sounds like they're worried. Him. He's <laughs> mentally weak. No, no, I don't think he's no, no, I don't, don't get it wrong. I don't think he's mentally weak, man. I mean, the guys want a goddamn golf tournament um, and he's a good, strong, young golfer. Like, I, like I, mm. I, but it's a different animal to do you guys don't realize like what the circus is going to be around tiger when he tees off on fucking Thursday at 10 30, whatever it's going to be insane. It's going to be something like we've never seen before. I like, imagine be it will so be just people. like when the last time we did our show out at the wind, uh, just the crowd was uncontrollable. Yeah, it's uncontrollable. And you just couldn't, you couldn't yeah, wade through it. Like Tom Jones back in the day, you guys were getting underwear thrown at you. <laughs> and, uh, you didn't know what the fuck to do. That's right. Exactly. Now, unfortunately, I always think my references don't. are old and then, and then Capra comes in with a Tom Jones. We, reference. we don't want our audience throwing the underwear. Probably no. 97% chance. It works out for drowning. Twice. That's those things. Uh, Kramer, final golfer. Who do you got? All right. So I I think that this this feels to me like my sharp pick uh, because uh, what did Steve tell us? We need someone who's gonna putt well, uh, tenth and three putt avoidance. We need someone that can scramble thirteenth 
sixth in strokes gained putting, good form at the course, and he only cost seventy three hundred dollars. And I need an Australian on the on the squad. You you know I I like the drip uh, from the men down under uh, to especially to go with all these these Brits here. Give me Mark Leishman. Oh really, Steve? Well, I mean, I think you're putting faith in the fact that so a lot of that cheating green stuff came earlier. He has not been oh, no. really great form. He had a kind of a rough Florida swing. Now that's Florida though. Although he did win at Bay Hill once upon a time, so that doesn't make sense. But look, like he was coming in bad form last year and still in a finish in tops. And there kind of is something a little bit about this place that you know, he just kind of turns it around. Like same thing with like a Justin Rose, like similar thing. Like it doesn't really matter what the form is. He kind of just comes in and just shows up. So I think you're relying on the fact that it's Augusta national. It's going to be really crappy weather conditions. Although that narrative that he's really good in wind is kind of taking a little bit of a ding lately based on some recent performances. I know you're rolling your eyes, but you know, it's true capper. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, look like it's Leishman at the masters. I think yeah. his ownership is like what, like eight, 9% or so. Yeah. So like uh, nine, 10, nine, 10. Yeah. So I, I think that's fine. Um, you just, I think this is just a faith pick yeah. that he's going to turn around. Cause there are some recent things that don't look awesome. Five straight made cuts. That's what I need from $7,300. No, you need more than that from 7,300, okay. but uh, because it's relatively easy to make the cut here. Right. But uh, I, listen, I like Leishman. Uh, I'm a Leishman guy. I was on him last year. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, see, everything Steve said is correct. So this is a hundred percent. Like, I'm going off of course history, horses for courses type shit. And he's had enough time here, and he knows the greens. And it's a different a, place. We know that. He, and he's a long, he's a good long iron player. Like he, he's he's uh, top ten in this field from 175 plus in proximity with his long iron. So that's that's perfectly fine. He's good on approach. He's around the green game. Leaves a little to be desired. And he's another guy who I guess. Almost everybody makes me nervous putting, uh, but Leishman's another guy. Uh, when he's looking at like a five footer, I'm like, I can't flip off the shot tracker yet because I don't know if he's actually gonna fucking make it. Yeah, and I think another thing about Leishman too, he's lost a little bit of pop off the tee the last couple of years. He's getting yeah, a little older, sure. and that, yeah. that like it, it makes it a little more difficult for him yeah. this week. So oh, no. yeah, I mean, he still is a tremendous long iron player. Like in that, he's if he's way back off the tee, he's gonna have to use it this week to do well. Yep, absolutely. My All right, Sean, who's, who's your sixth my, golfer before we completely rebuild your lineup and give you some more <laughs> My final golfer over his last five tournaments, uh, Gary Woodland oh. has two top five finishes, three top 10 finishes. He's, uh, you know, making the cut guy four, play, huh? four out of five tourneys, and he's only $6,900. Nice. <laughs> uh, Boston capper, Gary, Gary Woodland at $6,900. Oh, yeah. Feels like a steal. Yeah, listen, I, I I love Woodland. I was on him last week. I got him in all my uh, year long stuff. He's coming back off a really bad. He, he tore his hip labrum, um, and, and that's a really tough injury to come back from. If you're anybody, never mind a golfer, right? Where you, you need to be able to uh, to get through uh, your swing. So uh, he's good with his long irons. Uh, he's halfway decent around the green. I won't mention bunk and play because Steve yells at me every time I do. Um, he's good <laughs> on approach. Yeah, I mean, look at sixty nine hundred. He's coming in really good form. His master's history is nah. It's fine. It's not terrible. It's not great. Um, at sixty nine hundred, I like it. Uh, but I'm going to shock you and say, uh, Sean, it's almost another chalky pick. Uh, God damn it! Like, yeah, but, but can I can I respond to that though? Ooh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So look at everybody around him though. Like Siwoo Kim, seventy one hundred dollars, thirteen percent. Max Homa, ten percent. McIntyre, twelve. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's on par. 10%. It's on par. It's yeah. it's basically the same ownership. And then the next guy you look at on that list, Lee Westwood, who stinks. Francesco Molinari, who stinks. Brian Harmon, who has no length. Kisner's no length. Kevin Nod, no length. Right. So yeah, like listen, like you're paying the eleven percent, but like if that's how your lineup's building, those are kind of your options that are around the same ownership, anyways. And I like him the best <laughs> out of all those guys. Like I think he's mispriced. Yeah. Based he on the, what he's been doing this year, he's got what three top tens. He yeah, almost three. won Bay Hill. He yeah. played well last week. You know, and like he's got a lot of experience here. He's got a lot of what you're looking for. So yeah, like this is an instance where and he's, yeah, he's a guy who you know can win a major. Yeah, he's and a- listen, like you know, every time you see like double digits, sixty nine hundred bucks, like you never look at, it, but just based on how everybody's around him, like it kind of makes sense. And there's no real good pivot, so that's the guy. I I, I think that's a fine play to line up. I like I, I like that. Now, Steve, should we should we help Sean uh, x out? 
him or Scott no, or Neiman and give him show- give him two better plays because that okay he, Soon he's J- gonna get he's gonna get crushed by Ryan crushed. Sun JM, yeah. I'm willing to move on from Adam Scott already bet, so I'm not gonna take him out of the lineup. Well, who do you got to replace uh, for Soon Jay? I mean, he could move down to Hatton. Yeah, no. and then maybe okay. he got four hundred hours to play with. And uh, all right, I'm down. What if what if he did? What if he what if he went from M? And mm. we all know Sean has balls and uh, is a is a gut handicapper. What if he took that and went down to Thomas Peters, who's sixty six hundred, or even HV three or Cam Champ at sixty six hundred, and then that opened up the price, and we could get one of those top level guys who has a real shot at winning this thing. That actually might not be a bad idea. All right. So Ooh. soon JM we're replacing with what was that guy's name? Thomas Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters. Sixty six hundred. Okay. Sixty six hundred. What does that leave you with? Now I have eighteen hundred dollars to upgrade. Eighteen hundred dollars to upgrade what? No, oh, should I use the eighteen hundred dollars you have left? Eighteen hundred. What are you talking about? Sean builds his DFS lineup. No, I I got rid of Soon JM. I replaced right. him with Thomas Peters. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So what's the rest? And I have eighteen hundred dollars left. So read out your lineup. So I've, re- I've Kepka, Lowry, Peters, <laughs> Adam Scott, Neiman, and Woodland, and I have eighteen hundred dollars. What's mm. the move now? They want you to get rid of Neiman. I can't get rid of Neiman. Mm. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, you <laughs> might be able to go to if you, Neiman up to like Rory. You can go to Neiman. You yep. can't. You know, maybe I could do, I could put Rory in there. You could like I mean I think Rory is live this week. I don't really care about the miscut uh, at the Valero. Like mm. I think we've kind of been talking about him, like saying like oh he's in great form. He's this is the time for Rory. Now maybe we got a little bit something different. Nobody's really talking about it. Everybody's really talking about Tiger. He got the heat of like the career Grand Slam thing. You know, kind of pushed to the side here, but he's been playing really good this year. They played really good in the Middle East, and he almost won Bay Hill, and he played good through Genesis. And I think his form is fine, and I think he's live this year. And you know, of the guys about ten thousand, you know, dollars, like he's not really generating a whole lot of ownership. I kind of like that. Uh, so I like I know I know Steve loves Rory. I just I I can't get there with him. I don't I don't trust it. So can you get to can you get to JT? That I mean, would be. The, I, I need mean, another that's the most popular guy on the board. I need another three hundred bucks. He wins. He wins. You need another hundred bucks. All right, so, three hundred. Oh, so you, you get the ten k. Yeah, I'm at ten k right now. What about what about Cam Smith, Steve? I mean, it's chalky, but I mean, you like him a little more than I do. But um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's. I think he should play well this week. All right, I'll toss in Cam Smith. Uh, ninety nine hundred dollars. Are you done changing your lineup? Yes, <laughs> done. Lineup is good to go. Uh, for my uh, outright winners, though. Sorry, Bro- I was just betting some first round leaders. <laughs> Brooks Kepka. Oh, is- I got some of those if you want some. What do you What do you got for the first round leaders? Uh, hang on. So I haven't I haven't finalized my. Uh, hold on, yet. let me get up my win bet account. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready? So, so. I know my co-host uh, and Andy love this guy. You can get Ryan Palmer at a hundred to one. He's coming in in good form. Uh, he kind of choked it away a little bit on the weekend in Valero. Uh, so that's a hundred one. You get a new young stud, Cam Young. He's at eighty to one. The kid hits the ball a fucking country mile. <laughs> like it is insane how long he is off. He the sounds team. aroused. <laughs> and yeah, give me some of that. And these are, these guys are going off in the morning where hopefully the wind won't affect them as much. And who knows how much rain is going to be. It's definitely going to be soft. I don't know. Maybe we get a lift clean in place. Who knows? That was um, cam young, cam young. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, so yeah, I have shitty offshore odds, so I'm sure WinBet has better odds. Yeah, we'll uh, just so, keep, keep rattling through. I'm yeah, just cam making young. mental notes here. See Kim <clears throat> oh. 66 to one. He's a guy who can get absolutely ultra hot with his irons. Who has a tendency to be flirting with the top of the leaderboard okay. um, uh, oh. in the first rounds, Taylor Gooch. He's completely oh. mispriced in DFS and nobody wants to play him in that. But if there was a good golf course, if you could think about for Gooch, this is it. He's long enough off the tee. A good iron player can get hot with his putter. Uh, then we can go with Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, you know, if if the weather conditions are bad, it's another AM uh, tee time. He can putt real well. He was first round leader at, uh, at TPC uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and then, quick question: uh, How many first round leaders are too many? <laughs> so you're asking I, the wrong guy. So, no. So look, here's the thing. I'm. So I know it sounds ridiculous when I say I'm disciplined at it, but I give myself a unit allotment 
every week because this is what I love. I love a Thursday sweat. What the fuck else are you betting on That's a Thursday true. that you can watch all day? Yeah. And like, like instead of doing two extra matchups, I'll throw, you know, anywhere between like, you know, 10 and 25 bucks on, you know, anywhere between eight and 10 golfers. I never go past 10. Um, just because at some point Uh-oh. it's like, all right, all right. relax. <laughs> right? I, have, so- I have 11 so far. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did any of ours match up? Yeah, I was copying you for my, for the for the entire show. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give you eleven yet. No, I, no I took I took some other ones earlier. Oh, and I, I like Rose uh, for the afternoon tea times. I'm a little worried about the wind, but yeah. this is a guy who's always competed well um, in the first round here. And then Corey Connors is a is a huge uh, first Jesus. round leader guy. Uh, he loves to get off to a fast start. All right. I guess I'll do a couple more. Uh, man, let's close <laughs> it out. It's Masters Week, baby. Yeah. No, win. there's so much action. I'll be, I'll be at the office. God's eye. We're gonna have how many feeds can we get of the Masters? Can we get oh, eight that, feeds? You can. You can watch every shot if you oh. want at, on Masters.com. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, we're gonna figure out a way to get every Masters. Every TV will have the Masters on. Maybe one for the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll close it out. My lock. Give me Brooks Kepka. Uh, for my long shot oh. stuff, I, I I'm still even though I took him out per the request of the uh, consensus here, I am still on Joaquin Neiman seventy to one mm. at win. Not bad. That's a good number. Yeah, that's, that's a great. That's a great number. And then uh, Shane Lowry at uh, oh no, let's see, what is he? See, I, I feel like I Shane want Lowry at fifty-five to one. So okay. that's my lock. Those are my Fine. two long shots. Kramer, what do you got? I feel like I want to ask. I heard what Capper liked for first round stuff, but I'm curious if uh, Steve has a couple a uh, couple solid picks for us for first round leader or just, just in general. General, yeah, maybe. maybe I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at uh, win bet right now. <clears throat> a couple top twenties I like. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, they can get over two to one. Yeah, you got Tommy Fleetwood plus two hundred. I like him a lot this week. You know, Gary Woodland plus 225. We talked about him in the DFS section. Like him too. <clears throat> you know, Taylor Gooch, just to piggyback on what my co-host said, this is a debut performance for him, but great long iron player, great bunker player. You know, I think he can do well this week. Plus 250 for him. Thomas Peters, top 20, plus 250. Ooh. We talked about him as well. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I think, you know, those are like four or five viable options over two to one for a top 20 here. I like those. Nice. Yep. Love it. Lock it you up. Want, you want a couple picks, Sean? Yeah. Close us out. Well, I was going to give out Fleetwood. Uh, I like the way that uh, that first round. Uh, I did. I did also bet on Tommy Fleetwood, but I didn't give it out as a pick. <laughs> I like this. To- I like the top. <laughs> I like the top twenty uh, that we just talked through, and you know, I guess why not uh, take him to win. Win the tournament, right? Like that's yeah. that's the whole point. We're here to gamble. Um, right, Let's go. What? Not ninety to one. I, I don't. I don't have the live odds. In front yeah, of ninety, 90 or hundred. So I will one. say this about Fleetwood. So if you guys listen to the podcast, I have gone through a little exercise that kind of triggered my co-host, but I think he ended up actually <laughs> liking what I came up with. And I ended up taking the last ten winners of the Masters and kind of just benchmarking what their minimum like ball striking stuff has been, and I'm coming up with six guys who fit all the criteria of basically what you're doing coming in and Fleetwood it was a guy in that list that made it. So he's actually on my outright mm-hmm. card this week too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you want to add Tommy Fleetwood 90 to one, I think it's a decent price. I mean, it's just 90 to one flyer. Yeah. It's 90 to one. Why not? Yeah. If listen, it's 90 to one, you throw 20 bucks on that and then you'll have to hit one of your silly 14 leg football pilots for the same payout. Oh wow! Look at I, I. I know you're not coming onto the show and trying to trying to talk shit. I don't know if you heard the Giants are good again. Football, yeah, well, back, the Patriots baby. suck again, and so I, I don't like. It is what it is. You guys yeah. got Devonte Parker. Say Devonte Parker. Just Devonte Devonte Parker. Yeah, that's that's a. I mean, it's like they're fucking with New England trading for him. Uh, they knew, they knew what they were getting into. All right. Well, awesome time having you guys on here, Steve. Have have a blast at the Masters. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Make sure you subscribe to the golf gambling podcast. If you haven't already, I don't know what you're doing. Guys are cranking out a shit ton of golf content. Give them a follow on Twitter as well at golf gambling pod. And of course, make sure to enter the masters contest for your chance to win a sweet ass tailor made driver sports gambling podcast.com slash masters or in the S G P N app. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Let's get it, Sean Kramer. Let it ride.